welcome back to my story, his story, our journey. This is Miss Mary here, and I want to thank all of you listeners who've been joining me. I've had a great response so far, so please remember to always hit that follow button and share with all your family and friends that you think will enjoy this podcast. I also wanted to let you know that this podcast is usually done in about four segments. As you'll notice at the top, the first one usually is like an introduction, like what I'm doing right now. And then you'll see my story and then his story. And then there's a brief break for an ad. And then always make sure you follow it to the end because after that is our part of the journey. So don't miss out on any of that. Always follow all the way to the end. But I do want to thank everybody for joining me. And I just wanted to remind you of those things. And I'm looking forward to today's journey. Now, my story. As you know, I have set up an email account for this podcast. It is my story, his story, our journey at yahoo.com. And I also asked that if there was any listeners out there that would like to uh, ask me any questions or possibly suggest a topic, um, that I would address that in one of my episodes. I did have a gentleman by the name of Joshua that asked me to cover what a good wife is. Uh, And if I can add a little bit of his story... Uh, He did say that he's allowed himself to be taken advantage of or he feels like he's sold himself short to women throughout the years and he was just trying to find a good wife for himself and uh, he did speak of meeting a new young lady that he does seem to care a lot for but he was very curious about, you know, what godly characteristics um, he should look for in a woman I you know according to the word of God one thing I would like to say um, there is particular scriptures that we could all go to um, to pull up you know the Bible speaks a lot of uh, a godly woman's responsibility and there's many stories in the Bible uh, of godly women that uh, are absolutely just beautiful in their heart, in their spirit, in their mind, as you read in Esther and Ruth. and um, But I really feel like God has laid on my heart three specific things um, to address on this topic. Uh, first, I would like to say that God, you know, the Father in the Word of God basically asks for us not to be unequally yoked. It's interesting because that's the one qualification, you know, that he basically says. He doesn't say anything else. He does speak on what uh, a woman's character should be, and he wants women to, um, to represent, of course, him well as children of, a, of an almighty God. But when it comes to God, he does say to each of us when we're looking for that special someone to not be unequally yoked with a non-believer. And as you 
can probably guess, you know, it is the Holy Spirit's job and the Word of God to draw a person to the Father. And um, a lot of times we make the mistake of believing that if we get with a person and they're a non-believer, then we can make a difference. And I'm not saying that we don't because we are a light uh, we are example of Jesus Christ's love to mankind, so we can make a difference in somebody's life. But what I'm saying is, is when it comes to relationships, you should be looking, if you are a Christian man or Christian woman, you should be looking for a mate that is equally yoked with you as far as being a believer in Christ. searching for our mate for life we should also once they've said you know if they have admitted that they are a believer in Christ then you would look to see if there is fruit in their life that reflects that and in the scriptures we know that the fruit of the spirit is listed as love joy peace patience kindness goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So if those are the fruits of the Spirit that show proof of a person being uh, a believer, then you would have to ask yourself, are they bearing those fruits? Uh, You could also ask yourself, am I bearing those fruits? Am I being the uh, Christian that our Father would want us to be? Uh, Do I show proof of the Holy Spirit being in my heart? Because if the Holy Spirit of God is in your heart, and as you are sanctified and changed more in the image of Christ, then you're going to bear a a resemblance to Christ, which shows these fruits. And, of course, and then we have Proverbs 31. Um, Most people know... uh, that are believers about the Proverbs 31 lady, and um, most women do. Oftentimes we look into the mirror of the Proverbs 31 woman and think, wow, how I've fallen so short of this. But I believe it's here for us to look at because the Lord wants us to know, like one, it was brought up because there's so much talk about men and and uh, their responsibilities and their character that I know that this was put in uh, the Word of God in Proverbs for a purpose and it it's a it's a godly example of a woman that one fears the Lord and two is allowing the Lord to change her into the example of what would be maybe a female version of Christ. So as a man, you would also have to say, you know, am I walking and am I looking exactly the way Christ looked? You know, because men also have a responsibility, uh, according to the Word of God, to love your wife as Christ loved his church in which he died for. So both, uh, both goals 
are very high. And uh, I have to say, I often fall short on the Proverbs 31 woman myself, but is my mind and my heart willing and really wanting to be and to be a better example and be this woman? Yes. You know, my overall desire would to be this woman. So let me read from Proverbs 31 about the virtuous woman. Okay, it starts in verse 10, and it goes through to 31. It says, An excellent wife, who can find? She is far more precious than rubies or jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. He, she does him good and not harm all the days of her life. So we see here that her husband can trust in her. When he's out, he has no fear or worry uh, of what his wife is doing. He he knows he can trust her and uh, that she will do him good and no harm all the days of her life. Um, in 13, she seeks wool and flax and works with willing hands. She is like the ships of a merchant. She brings her food from afar. She rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and portions for her maidens. We can see that she's a hard worker um, and that she takes care of her household well. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. She dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. So she's not afraid of hard work. She can jump in there and and, uh, plant vineyards and, uh, you know, when she makes her arms strong, um, basically she can handle her own if she would need to. Um, 18, she perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. Most women know that, you know, when you have babies or children, it feels like you're working from daylight till dark and, and through the night. Um, so she, she works long hours. She puts her hand to the distaff, and her hand holds the spindle. She opens her mouth to the poor and reaches her hands out to the needy. So she takes care of people around her. She has a passion or a love to take care of people around her, as we also could see in the example of Jesus Christ. She is not afraid of snow for her household, for all of her household are clothed in scarlet. You know, uh, some people, they don't have much. um, And, you know, if the cold weather hits, you know, they could be, you know, very cold and they could become very sick. But she's here making sure her household is taken care of and has clothes. She makes bed coverings for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Uh, We see here a lot of people believe that she's dressed nice. Um, She takes care of herself. Uh, maybe even looks good for her husband. 23, her husband is known in the gates, and he sits among the elders of the land. So we also see that she has a godly husband. He is well known at the gates. And so I think, uh, you know, women are um, a beautiful um, example of the other part of the husband. You know, I always say that I hope I do my husband right. I hope I conduct myself in such a manner 
that uh, would make him proud, proud to be the husband of me. Um, 24, she makes linen garments and sells them. She delivers sashes to the merchant. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. So she's, uh, she's a strong Christian woman. She has dignity. Uh, she's not worried about that time when the end of her life comes. She will, um, she knows where she'll be and where she'll go. She opens her mouth with wisdom and the teaching of kindness on her tongue. And I remember when I read this, you know, I had teenagers and I cry <laughs> at that part of uh, the Proverbs 31 woman all the time. Uh, like I said, this is a beautiful godly goal. But that does not mean that we can be that person at all times. And because we will struggle with sin on this side of heaven. And um, I see that and I want to be that. But I know not always um, does kindness come off of my tongue. Um, But I do ask the Lord to help me in that area. And I would love for that time to come that he has taken that uh, sin nature completely away from me. But you see here that when she opens her mouth, she opens it with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. That's another one that always makes me tear up or cry, that to believe that, you know, when my time may be up here on this earth or even into my older years that um, the thought of your children you know rising up and calling you blessed or your husband praising you for your godly character and the work you have done in the family uh, with the children and as a wife uh, it can make a it can make a woman's heart just ache because we all wish that that would be the true outcome in the end uh, verse 29, many women have done excellent, excellently, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. So we can see here that that's, that's a very powerful, godly example of a woman not to be mistaken that we can be that at all times. It's there uh, to show us what that kind of woman is worth. It says she's worth far more than jewels or rubies. Um, So it's also an example to a husband that if his wife is aiming for these characteristics or she is um, doing everything in her power through the Holy Spirit to become this kind of woman, then that's the value she should be to you as well as a man. So, you know, often we look at the Proverbs 31 woman and uh, me as a Christian wife and mother, I know I have fallen short on some of these characteristics. And But the only thing we can do is to ask God to help us on our journey to become more like these women. Um, I also want to read a little bit. Um... It says here, children enjoy their lot and honor her for her industry. This lofty portrait of an excellence 
set such a high standard that it can be depressing to godly women today until it per, until its purpose is understood. First, the women embodies in all areas of life and full character of wisdom commended throughout this book. This shows that even though the concrete situations or yeah, concrete, concrete situations up to now have generally envisioned a cast of males, the teaching of the entire book is intended for all of God's people. Second, as with other character types, this profile is an ideal, a particular example of a full-scale virtual or virtue and wisdom toward which the faithful are willing to be molded. It is not expected that any one woman will look exactly like this in every respect. And that comes from the commentary part of the Bible. So I thank goodness for that. But if you see a woman like this, if you see her character uh, is like this and she acts that particular way toward people, that is a very good sign that she may be the woman you are searching for. So that's part of my story here with the request for this, but stay tuned after the quick ad because we still have our journey and I have just a little bit more I want to address. journey. Well, I hope, Joshua, that you found some um, understanding of what particular kind of woman you should be looking for as a Christian man. Um, And I hope, ladies, if you've been listening to this, that it would always be our prayer and our goal that Jesus Christ would continue to mold us and make us into the image of himself. And in turn, we would actually be a mirrored image of this woman. We know how hard it is. So uh, I do want to say that if you find a wife that can mirror this image of this Proverbs 31 woman, hold on to her. She is more precious than rubies. Value her as such. Take care of her and provide for her. But I want to jump up just real quick to verses 1 through 3. I want to say that we always look at the Proverbs 31 woman and it is a very hard characteristic list to for women to live up to and sometimes it can be depressing. Um, but we know through the Holy Spirit He can help us do all things. But we, we don't want to miss 1 through 3. Because it's interesting that Joshua would ask, what kind of woman am I searching for? Because you can see here in verse 1, it says the word, words of King Lemuel, an oracle that his mother taught him. So we see here that he had a godly mother and she taught him what to search for. And in verse 2 and 3, it says, what are you doing, my son? What are you doing, son of my womb? What are you doing, son of my vows? Do not give your strength to women, your ways to those 
who destroy kings. So we can see here that his mother was instructing him on what to look for in the future and what kind of woman to have in his life to be sure he was successful as a king and not destroyed by her. So I also want to add just one more part. If you would find a godly husband or a godly wife and you would see these characteristics that we've talked about with them and in them, always remember there's going to be highs and there's going to be lows. There's going to be green grass and meadows in our journey and then there's going to be dry desert sand and then there's going to be hills to climb and valleys to go down into. It is a journey even in a relationship with a husband and a wife. So always remember in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verses 4 through 7. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. And even with God's definition of love, not our definition, but that's God's definition of what love really is and what love will show and how love reacts to other people. Even in that situation, we always want to give mercy and grace to the people in our lives because we would not even be able to stand true to love bears all things, believes all things, hopes for all things, and endures all things without the very presence of our Lord Jesus Christ in our heart. So with that said, I would like to end this journey, and I pray that everyone has gotten something from it. And I'll say just a quick little prayer for Joshua. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you. I thank you for your word. I thank you for what you've laid before us as an example of a godly woman. I pray, Father God, for Joshua, that he would be searching for the woman that he could have in his life, that between the two of them, they could honor and glorify you. Father God, we we thank you for the example of the Proverbs 31 woman in our lives. We pray that you would help continue to work on us and to mold us and make us into that image and that we would represent our husbands well. Lord God, let us always remember that we can do nothing without you, but through Christ we can do all things. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer and blessing this podcast. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank you, listeners, and we'll see you next week on Tuesday with my story, his story, and our journey.